Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. And a good Friday, sports fans. How are you? It's a good Friday. Maybe not weather-wise. It's pretty cool up here in the Northeast, as a matter of fact. I went out this morning, saw the freeze over, and said, all right, well, we're, we're sneaking up on winter. Suck it up, Joe, and get it done. Uh, but it's a good Friday because we're leading into a major sports weekend. We've got key football action on both the NFL and the collegiate level. We've got football as well. And thank you very much. I was just discussing this with Tommy Diesel, the producer of this fine writer than you program. I don't know that when they laid out the schedule for the World Cup that they had any rhyme or reason to think, well, why if if the U.S. should advance, why don't we throw them a Saturday morning game? That that way the U.S. sports fan can get there. Bill starting at 10 o'clock in the morning and then get into the entire afternoon of great college football action and just uh, not have them have to have the remote control just going back and forth between football and football. Well, they did us a solid, even if it was by accident. They had no idea whatsoever that's the way it was going to play out. Johnny Mack in for Bill Ryder today here on CBS Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance your current one, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for home loan solutions to fit your life. Rocket can. And, yeah, we're going to rock it out all over the place today because, as I mentioned, major college football weekend. Uh, Before we know it, Sunday will be here. And then we've got a key NFL Week 13 slate. Only a couple teams on the bye. There's a bunch of teams on the bye next week, which the NFL schedule gets a little wonky now that you got the 17 games. And uh, Thanksgiving always fits into the end of November schedule where they want everyone playing on the holiday because they're going to play three games on Thursday. And then if you got too many teams on by, all of a sudden Sunday becomes a little bit light. Uh, so we got still teams that haven't had their bye yet. A couple this weekend, that many more next weekend. Then we'll finish strong in the NFL. The World Cup, U.S. versus the Netherlands. That's right, 10 a.m. mañana, tomorrow. Get up early. Damn. Uh, This is one of those weekends where I'm happy that I'm on the East Coast. Uh, Sorry to all our West Coast listeners who are going to have to get up at 7 a.m. if they want to see the uh, World Cup uh, USA-Netherlands game from the very start. 
You have to get up very early. That's what happens when uh, major sporting events, including uh, United States teams, are played elsewhere. Sometimes the schedule gets a little bit off, so we got to get up uh, way early in the morning. And then, oh, by the way, and I'll probably tackle this more uh, on my weekend shows here on CBS Sports Radio when I got the text yesterday, hey, can you jump in for Bill Ryder tomorrow? Oh, sure, will be my pleasure, knowing how good a weekend we're leading into today, and then we'll actually be, uh, get into it once the weekend starts. Yeah, on Sunday, just maybe, maybe, and I've been doing this for how many weeks now since the World Series ended, uh, Major League Baseball can come back into the conversation because free agency has begun. There haven't been too many free agent signings. There's one yesterday, uh, Zach Eflin's going to sign with the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, pretty good contract, three years, $40 million, more power to him. Um, but not not a mega superstar. None of those have signed We may actually get some movement on that by Sunday because Sunday starts the winter meetings, meeting in San Diego, all the teams. If history's taught us anything, uh, the winter meetings are uh, not always a landslide of activity, but it certainly picks up from what has already transpired during baseball's offseason. So, yes, I'm looking forward to that, and we'll probably do a little of that over the weekend on my shows here on CBS Sports Radio. But let us start first with the NFL week number 13, where it got its beginnings last night between the Bills and the Patriots. Good AFC East battle. All the teams in the AFC East above 500, but the team bringing up the rear, and we're not used to saying this, the New England Patriots bringing up the rear, but that is the case. And they went into Buffalo last night with a chance to really make a statement today. Don't count us out of the playoff mix. If we can win a game like this at home against Buffalo, yeah, beware us the last uh, six games of the regular season. And sure enough, they get a play early on. Marcus Jones, who is a name that I know all too well because for those of you who don't catch me on the weekends here on CBS Sports Radio, I am an unapologetic and unabashed Jet fan. I try to be as objective as possible when I'm on the air when it comes to basically everything, but certainly I know I have to fight to make sure that I stay that way when I'm on CBS Sports Radio or any other outlet talking about the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 and Marcus Jones just poked the Jets in the eye two weeks ago with a punt return with under 30 seconds to go in the game, and the Jets continue to not be able to beat the New England Patriots. They've already beaten the Buffalo Bills, who looked damn good last night, and some people still believe is the best team in the AFC, and there's an argument for that. Uh, They've already beaten the Miami Dolphins, who are going to be playing in one of the key games this weekend in Week 13 in the NFL, but they can't beat the damn Patriots, and it was uh, because of Marcus Jones as much. Well, no, I shouldn't say. It was probably more about Zach Wilson than it was Marcus Jones, but Marcus Jones made the key play, and sure enough, the Patriots get him out there, He's a defensive player, special teams player, and they throw him into the mix as a wide receiver, and he catches a wide receiver screen, gets a good block or two, and he's off to the races from 50 yards out. So the Patriots actually had the lead in the game last night against Buffalo, but from that point on, it was pretty damn dominant. The Bills just uh, beat the Patriots in every aspect of the game, physicality, He plays, finesse, 
you name it, the Bills got the better of the play last night. Sorry to say, Patriot fans. Um, it wasn't really a competitive game after the Marcus Jones big touchdown, and that's kind of evidenced by the fact that the Patriots scored 10 points. They got that seventh spot early on a big play, and basically their offense shut down thereafter, and their quarterback after the game was caught on video uh, getting a little overly emotional about what had just happened in the game, a little screaming, a little yelling, a little profanity. If you could do lip reading, they dropped it on most of your broadcasts because you're not allowed to broadcast the words they used. Yeah, a little frustrating last night for the New England Patriots, uh, but a, a kind of a build-back-up game for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Buffalo Bills were the preseason choice to win it all this year. Even though they stubbed their toe early in the season, Miami beat them when nobody thought the Dolphins had a chance to be competitive against them. Oh, then the Jets beat them as well. Ouch. No, they got their huge win against Kansas City, and that is probably the reason why they were the unquestioned, unfettered number one team in the National Football League. But they've had some issues. They've got beaten along the way. The Vikings beat them just a couple of weeks ago. So they've lost to teams that most people thought were lesser opponents previously this year. And they came into last night's game as a favorite, only a four-point favorite on the road, not a massive favorite, but they were able to win pretty darn handily. But that, uh, before we start uh, going game by game and, and looking at some of the key matchups here in week number 13, uh, I, I touched on this certainly uh, this past weekend here on CBS Sports Radio because when I was filling in last week, it might have been Bill, the day I filled in for Bill, or it might have been the day I was in for Maggie and Perloff. Don't know which one. But uh, uh, when we do uh, regular shifts, Monday through Friday, middle-of-the-day shifts, they ask us to do the CBS Sports Minutes as well, which you don't hear on CBS Sports Radio, by the way. You should know that. Um, they air on all the Odyssey sports stations around the country, a lot of them. Uh, so if you're a CBS Sports Radio listener, and oh, by the way, you got a good sports radio station in your town, yeah, you'll hear Bill Ryder and Jim Rome and uh, all the crew doing their sports minutes. So, yeah, when you fill in, you got to do that, too. you got to pick up the tab on that. And I did one on the power rankings world in which we live these days in the National Football League. And I'm raising my hand and saying guilty as charged. I get caught up on it in it like uh, too many sports fans do. It bothers me the length to which some people get either pumped up and or annoyed about the power rankings because let's be honest. What do power ratings, power rankings actually mean? Nada. Diddly. Bupkis. You get my drift here, right? They mean nothing. Now, the reason why I get worked up about them is because I do what I do uh, for a living. And you guys are tuned right now to CBS Sports Radio, so you too care about opinions, people's opinions on what's transpiring out there on the fields of play. And we're talking about the National Football League here. So I can't just dismiss it because if I did that, then I'd be dismissing myself and I'd be dismissing CBS Sports Radio. And I'm not about to do that. Opinions are are important. Uh, They're fun. They're a reason to be listening to a show like this and or other shows all day long and watching SportsCenter and CBS and everybody else. Because, yes, opinions are all we have right now. Because the season's got to play itself out. 
But here's the strength of the National Football League. And the reason that I I get too caught up in guys' opinions at this point as to the power rankings of the National Football League. We're going to have a huge weekend in college football this week, right? You got the conference championship games, uh, the bowl committee, the playoff committee came out with their rankings last week, key rankings, which could potentially change depending on this weekend's results. Uh, a little bit of a preview. I don't see that happening. I, 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 I tried to come up with some upsets. I did the number crunch. I did my analysis. I think it's going to be a favorite covered weekend. But And I apologize for that because I'd like to see a little chaos. I'd like to see a little fun. I'm sorry I just don't see it. But it is decided the top four teams as of right now are where they are. And we are going to debate if an upset happens. What will that do to the numbers? Who will drop in? Who will jump in? Who will drop out? Uh, sorry, I don't think there's going to be any changing, but that's just me. You may think differently, and if that's the case, I want to hear from you. Uh, when yours truly jumps in for uh, Billy R. and or any other show they ask me to fill in, I try and bring a little of what we do on the weekends to Monday through Friday, and that's get on the telephone lines. We've got uh, one good guest planned. Uh, I'll give you the details on that coming up in a second. Um, but when I get on the air, I open up the CBS Sports Radio toll-free lines. 855-212-4227. Um, if, if you want to check in with your opinion, it agrees with mine, disagrees with mine, you want to bring up something that Jody Mack didn't even put into his first segment, how dare he? Oh, that's all good. That's why we have these phones. This is your chance to voice your opinion. I'm bad-mouthing the opinion of some people, some media outlets, the way they put their power rankings out. Well, you can do the same by getting on my telephone lines. 855-212-4227. I open them up immediately as soon as I get on the air whenever I'm doing my shows on the weekends and or, uh, like today, filling in for Bill Ryder. The college football subjective opinion of the playoff committee is kind of all important. They are going to determine on Tuesday, after this weekend's championship games are played, what four teams are actually going to get a chance to play for the college football championship this year. So in that strain, opinion is very important. It's an educated opinion. Those people are very good at what they do. They put a lot of work and effort into it. They understand the college football game. I had, I, I don't, I think since I've gone to four teams, I think there was only one year and it was one team that I disagreed with. Other than that, I think the college football committee has gotten it right uh, since they put it to four teams, which, oh, by the way, at some point today, we'll talk about the fact that it's only going to be four teams for another couple of years, and then they're jumping all the way ahead to 12 teams for the college football playoff. But, but I'll get back to that one. Uh, the, the subjectivity of the committee selections are all important. You know what the NFL decides who gets a chance to play for a championship with? This thing they call the standings, it's a beautiful thing. Wherever you get your information, be it online, on ESPN, CBS.com, Yahoo, uh, wherever you want to go, where they have aggregate standings, you can go and look them up right now. And, yes, if there are ties, they have these very defined tiebreakers, which tells you who's going to make it and who's not. There is no subjectivity involved. It is all determined by what happens on the field of play. 
And they can do that in the NFL because they only have 32 teams, whereas they have 100 teams in college football. So I, I'm not knocking college football and saying it, there, there should be no subjectivity. It's a necessity. They don't have to do it in the NFL. Therefore, they don't do it in the NFL. Therefore, it's a cleaner process and a better process, if you're asking me. We're going to talk about both today, both NFL and college football. Yeah, I kind of tipped my hand already. I'm not sure there are going to be upsets in any of the conference championship games, but we shall see. Uh, And I do want to make a note or two about the to-be-expanding. Not there yet. You're going to have to wait a good couple of years before we actually get to the college football uh, expansion of 12 teams. This year, it's still only four, and we're going to find out who those four are within the next couple of days. But we got to get through the exciting championship games first. And, yes, we've got a good weekend card on the National Football League, some matchups of teams. They're probably going to be in the playoffs. AFC versus NFC, which I think is an added wrinkle. I did a uh, uh, show already today, uh, my Eagles YouTube show, Birds 365, and my partner said, yeah, not as much juice this week because Eagles are playing the Tennessee Titans, so it's a non-conference game, has less an effect on those tiebreakers that I just referenced. Well, the tiebreakers aren't going to matter for the Eagles because the Eagles are going to win the most games in the regular season, have the number one seed in the NFC uh, before the playoffs ever get underway. No, I think there is juice this week because Tennessee is a legit playoff team. They do something, run the football, Derrick Henry, that the Eagles, there aren't too many warts to the Eagles. One of them is from time to time they can be run on. Oh, I absolutely believe there's juice in that game. And there's another AFC versus NFC matchup where there is a lot of juice, as a matter of fact. We'll talk about that. I'll talk about it with you if that's what you want to do. I'm going to get my telephone lines open ASAP. Hit me up. You've got the number, 855-212-4227. It's Jody McDonald. I'm in for Bill Ryder. Uh, when Bill does his show, he's righter than you. When I do it, I'm wronger than most. But you can either prove that to be true or not by getting on my telephone lines. Uh, we're just underway on a football Friday. CBS Sports Radio, righter than you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Billy R. got a Friday off, so Jody Mack jumping into the fray on a true football be it football or football, depending on your pronunciation, weekend, uh, plenty on both the college and the NFL front, and or the big game tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 o'clock, West Coast time. Get up early to see if the uh, U.S. can make the quarterfinals in World Cup soccer action. So far, the U.S. has scored a grand total of two goals in three games, yet they're still playing. The reason for that, they've given up just one goal in three games. So I, I'm going to go. Uh, I, I told you I'm very conservative with the college football. I tried to come up with a game that I thought the underdog could actually win. I was incapable of doing so. Uh, the only thing that I'm more sure about than that is we're not going to have a 6-5 soccer game tomorrow. I, I'm, I'm going way the hell out on a limb and telling you, the game between the U.S. and the Netherlands is probably going to be at most 2-1. That that will be the major offensive outbreak. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to talk U.S. Uh, against Netherlands, we can do that. Uh, college football, NFL, you pick and choose what it is that's got your sporting mind turning today. 855-212-4227. Speaking of the NFL, this season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast streamed live for free. Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, holiday triple headers, every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa. I got to ask Alexa things more often. Ask Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light and do so for free. Get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. All right, Jody Mack hanging with you here on CBS Sports Radio. Filling in for Bill Ryder. Hour number one, I keep open for you guys to give you the chance to chime in on anything that's gone down in sports last 24 hours since last you talked to Bill. Uh, last four days since the last time you had a chance to talk to me. If there's anything that's uh, got your attention, you can uh, give me your opinion and or pose your question at 855-212-4227. John Breach, CBS Sports NFL columnist, is going to join us at the top of hour number two. But hour number one, I leave for you guys on the lines. Nate from Pennsylvania, good enough to check in. Nate, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Jody. Thanks for having me on. You got it, bud. So, uh, well, the week or so, you know, it's been going on all year about moving to 12 teams in the playoffs. And some people like the 12, you know, more en- encompassing, giving everybody a kind of a chance versus having kind of the same repeat offenders each year. And some people want the four. And I was going back and forth. And I understand the um, the argument for four because – 
you're you're taking you know a lot of the the sting out of these games when there's no punishment for losing. You you know there's like Michigan and Ohio State. You understand if there's 12 teams, they're both still going to make the dance. And so I kind of was thinking, you know what? I really like the four. I, I like these games having all this meaning. But as I've been thinking about it, I like the 12. I'm a Penn State fan. Um, obviously, Penn State would be in the big dance this year if there was 12 teams. And I was thinking about it. And you know what? These big rivalry games, they're still going to mean everything. Penn State versus Ohio State, Penn State versus Michigan, these games aren't going to lose any luster just because the loser now has a, a minimal chance of making the playoffs. Um, you go across the board, Alabama, Auburn, um, you know, anything out west, USC, UCLA, all these games, I still think they're going to have just as much meaning. And I think that um, having the 12 teams, it gives, it gives the smaller guy, you know, these teams that haven't had the chance here in the past couple of years, uh, it, 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 it does give them the, the season, you know, as you go along, a more interesting, knowing they can still make it. And I don't think it's going to affect these big rivalry games like some people do. So I'm glad they're moving to 12. I'm going to split the difference on you. I started doing sports talk radio in 1987. So it was a while ago, to say the least. Um, And I had this opinion in 1987 when the college football championship was decided by the polls, the AP and UPI poll. It wasn't even, they didn't even have a coach's poll back then. That's how they decided the college football champion. And I said, just wrong. Uh, they they need to get a college football playoff. I thought that four might be a little bit of a short number because um, you could get any given year. And, and this year, oh, I guarantee you, if there's an upset, if one of the four teams who's not in the top four spots right now doesn't win this week, they'll be screaming bloody murder in both Ohio State and Alabama. We should be in. What do you mean, TCU lost the championship game? They've only got one. Oh, yeah, the, the debate will rage. So I could see that four could lend itself to controversy. And controversy makes for great sports talk radio, but I'm not sure it's the best thing for the sport itself. I've always believed the number needed to be eight. Because if you're the ninth best team at the end of the year, a very educated group decides you're the ninth best team, and you want to complain about the fact that you're not in, you should get a chance to win a championship. Shut up. You're ninth. If you're ninth, you don't have right to bitch. If you're fifth, all right, maybe I can make that case for you. Ninth, no. So I have said forever, I think it needs to be eight. They're going at 12, which brings in more conferences, which is a good thing that they're guaranteed one of the non-five big conferences, a playoff spot, which keeps everybody else in the mix right to the end, all those other conferences. And, yeah, I know there are teams relocating, and it is – the, the, the Power Five conferences are even more powerful than they used to be. So, yeah, they're trying to balance it by guaranteeing a spot to one of the, the highest-ranked conference winner in one of the non-five big conferences. So I get it, and there are upsides, and there are good uh, characteristics to it. Yeah, I just think 12 is too many. I think 12 is a little over the top. And if it was going to be ever-expanding, why not go? They went from two to four. And then all the way to 12, what happened to the stopover at 8? I think they feared that 8 would be perfect. And 12 means more teams, more games. So we don't want to run the risk of going to 8 and everybody saying that that's great. So then when we want to change and go to 12 and have buys and maybe it won't be. 
yeah, I would have gone to eight. But that's just me. I'm not saying that 12 is going to turn out to be a mistake or that it's going to give us false championships and or your point of will it have impact on regular season games play where teams go, yeah, we're in the 12, so we don't really have to worry about it. If we lose this game, it's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, that could come into play. I don't know if it will or won't. We'll have to wait and experience that. Um, but my number has always been eight. I think that's the perfect number. But uh, we're going to 12 in a couple of years. College football fan, you want to comment on it? Get with me. Uh, NFL will start to look at some of the big games coming down uh, next segment when we come back. And then we'll get John Breach from CBS Sports up and we'll go through uh, everything going down in the NFL with him. But your chance is now on the phones. 855-212-4227. i get back on uh, my lines after the latest CBS Sports update. May the Schwartz be with you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Jody Mack in for Billy R. on this Football Friday. Football and football. If you're a major soccer fan, if you want to talk about big game, huge game for U.S. soccer on Saturday versus the Netherlands in the World Cup. Can they actually make it to the quarterfinals? We shall see on Saturday morning. And yes, yours truly will be up. Uh, I'm up early every day because of the YouTube football show that I do. Um, but Saturday and Sunday, like most Americans, is my sleep-in day. More so Sunday because I'm on the air here on CBS Sports Radio till 2 o'clock in the morning on Saturday nights. But I surely get up in time before they ever kick off the first game when they play those European games. That's a bit of a pain for yours truly. But I don't have to worry about that on Sunday. But Saturday, I'm going to get to bed at a reasonable hour on Friday night because, yes, I will be up watching the USA against Netherlands in World Cup action 10 a.m. Sunday morning, Saturday morning. Going to have to get up early. Soccer fans, I don't think it's a problem for them. But someone like me, who's a marginal soccer guy, who's a jingoistic uh, USA guy, USA, USA. Yeah, I can do the chant with anybody. Um, Yeah, I'll be up uh, watching and rooting for Team USA. You want to talk about that game? We can. We're surely going to talk about the uh, NFL Week 13 matchups. John Breach from CBS Sports is going to join me coming up in uh, less than, well, no, just slightly over 20 minutes from now. It's a good schedule of games. Two teams on the bye this week. 
uh, all apologies to you Cardinal and Panther fans, but is anybody really going to miss Arizona or Carolina this weekend down there by? Well, maybe not. Sure enough, those two teams uh, I don't think are heading to the playoffs, but the Panthers are actually coming in. Uh, They're losing out a chance on momentum which I didn't know the Panthers were going to get any of over the second half of the season, but they actually did win last week. Um, No, some really good games to be played. Early window, late afternoon window is significantly good, if you ask me. Uh, The Sunday nighter is the the Cowboys, which means they'll do good ratings-wise. Did you see that, uh, the report, last week after uh, they had the Thanksgiving Thursday games? The highest-rated combined day of NFL watching on a non-weekend in the history of the National Football League and television ratings. Now, they they did get a bit of a break, and they scheduled this out. The NFL is not stupid. Um, They try and put uh, balance in their schedule from week one all the way through, and then the playoffs take care of themselves. But you get a Buffalo team, which has got a good national fan base, in Detroit on Thanksgiving, you know, it's going to be the Lions every single Thanksgiving. And the Lions, while they are at four and seven, had won three games in a row going into last week. And damn, if they don't tie the game up with less than a minute to go and leave just too much time on the clock for Josh Allen to be able to get the Bills into field goal range. So it was a great game. Turned out to be a great game and wasn't a bad matchup on paper prior to. Then you get the Cowboys and the Giants. The Giants having a surprisingly pretty good year as of right now. Season ends. They're in the postseason. I didn't think that was going to be the case before the season. So you got a good, uh, the the biggest market on the planet, New York, with a giant team that's having a pretty good season against the best television draw in the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys. So that, of course, did Bafo numbers. And then in a late game, Minnesota and New England, uh, the Patriots, two back-to-back Thursday evening games. They're still the Patriots, the best team in the National Football League over the last several decades. They might not be that this right now, but uh, Vikings, only two losses coming into the game, and you got a game that goes right down to the wire again. So uh, before they started the three games, they looked like great matchups on paper. They turned out to be uh, three very competitive games, except... Now, I try not to do this often, but I do need to do it from time to time. Uh, Sports wagering, whining. Uh, I I like the Lions plus the points. I even used the Lions in one of my uh, multi-game wagers uh, on the money line. And damn if they didn't almost win the game. Uh, But I certainly like them plus nine and a half points. I like the Vikings in the late game. And sure enough, they got the cover with their late score. But I had the Cowboys, and the Cowboys were winning and covering until the Giants scored that, oh, by the way, eight seconds to go, actually has nothing whatsoever to do with the actual outcome of the game. Touchdown, which annoyed the snot out of me. But a uh, great day of Thanksgiving Day football, and it surely showed off in the television ratings. Well, I think they're going to do Buffalo ratings again this week because early on, uh, Steelers, Falcons, all right, not too many. Uh, they'll see that in Pittsburgh and Atlanta. Broncos and Ravens, the Ravens at 7-4 and four have to reestablish themselves as a legit AFC Super Bowl contender. So I think they'll come up with a big effort, but it's not a great game on paper. Russell Wilson, man, the Broncos are in a bad spot now. They're 3-8. and eight. I, I think there's a very good chance that Nathaniel Hackett, the head coach, is going to be a one-and-done guy. Um, 
my partner on my uh, YouTube show that I do continues to say, and, and I've said, you don't know that. You don't know that. He might be right. And if he is right, then I'm guaranteeing you that Nathaniel Hackett is going to be gone, that he thinks Denver hired Hackett purely because they thought it would help them acquire Aaron Rodgers, that if they got the uh, Aaron Rodgers' favorite son coach from Green Bay, then he would want to be traded to the Denver Broncos. And you know what happened. He ended up staying there, signing the massive contract extension. They go out and get Russell Wilson. So they go out and get a franchise quarterback, something the Broncos have been missing since Peyton Manning left. And, yeah, Russell Wilson goes immediately backwards, and their offense just doesn't work in Denver. So that's a bad team, and it's not a great game. The Packers and Bears are supposed to be a great game. Every year those two teams match. Talk about a rivalry. doesn't get any better than Green Bay and Chicago, except when the Packers aren't good and the Bears aren't good. The only intrigue is Aaron Rodgers says he's going to play with a broken thumb and bad ribs, and he's still playing, and he got lifted from the game last week because of injury, and uh, Jordan Love did go in and actually look okay. Uh, I think the Eagles were in a little bit of a prevent defense, but the Eagles always play a bit of a prevent defense and let you throw the ball underneath. And to Love and the Packers' credit, they took what they could get. They didn't get enough to actually pull the game out. The Eagles rushed for over 360 yards. Um, but at least uh, Love gave the Packers fans something to talk about. But it's not going to happen this week because Aaron Rodgers is going to go back in and uh, quarterback him. Uh, Jaguars-Lions, sorry for both of those two teams' fan base. Who cares? The Browns and the Texans is interesting for one reason, one reason only, and his name's Deshaun Watson. The first of Deshaun Watson's games as the Browns quarterback going forward, their franchise guy, every penny of his 200 and change million dollar contract guaranteed. What are we going to see out of Watson between now and the end of the season? So that does have some intrigue to it. I'm intrigued by the Vikings and the Jets, two teams that could very well be playoff teams this year. The Vikings, I know people, oh, they play the Vikings, they haven't played anybody. Well, you can only play who's on your schedule, and the Jets are a pretty good scheduled opponent this week. We'll see if Mike White is the next coming of Joe Namath. Uh, you know, I'm a Jet guy, and I got Jet fan friends, and text chains that we do during Jet games. Some guy's putting Mike White on a pedestal that I'm not sure he belongs on just yet, but he should have another good game again this week because... The Vikings' defense is just not good. Their offense is great, but their defense is not that good. So I think White will put up some numbers. That should be an exciting up-and-down-the-field type game. Commanders and Giants, two teams right now in the postseason. Everybody makes it from the NFC East. So the 7-5 and five Commanders at the 7-4 and four Giants is a pretty darn good game. And then you got the Titans and Eagles which is 7-4 and four, Tennessee leading their division against the 10-1 and one Eagles, leading their division and leading all of football with only one loss. Yeah, I think that game's got juice. I, I know it's a non-conference matchup, but it's two good teams. And the Titans can run the ball. Derrick Henry can pound it down a team's throat if you don't stack the box against them. And the Eagles never stack the box against anybody. Jonathan Gannon, the defensive coordinator of the Eagles, has this philosophy of we're not going to get beat over the top. Just not happening. We're playing two deep safeties basically on every single snap. They better be careful. Derrick Henry could go for a buck fifty against them. All right, Seahawks, Rams. Yeah, the Seahawks are still in the mix. The Rams are dead as a doornail. The defending Super Bowl champions. No chance, no shot. Didn't know if I saw that one coming. 
And then the two late, uh, well, the Chargers and Raiders, too, is not a bad game. But two great 4 o'clock Eastern games, the Chiefs and the Bengals, a little revenge. I thought Tennessee was going to get a little revenge on Cincinnati last week. That was my big play of the weekend. Eh, loser. Uh, and now the Chiefs get the same exact chance. Lost to the Bengals in the NFC AFC Championship game last year. Have to go into Cincinnati. A lot of people have the Chiefs as number one team in the NFL right now. Not sure why, since they've got two losses and the Eagles only have one. But uh, the AFC was supposed to be a better conference than the NFC this year. It hasn't played that way for me. I think that both conferences are basically even uh, over the course of the first 12, now 13 weeks of the season. Um, but that's a, a fun matchup, and both of those offenses should be able to move the ball up and down the field. The Bengals did a nice job of shutting down the Titans and their running game last week, and that's how they walked away with a victory. I don't think Kansas City is going to try and run the ball. I think they're going to come in and try and throw it, so we'll find out if the Bengals can just adjust their defense to keep their opponent from doing what they most want to do or what they do best. Not sure about that on the uh, Cincinnati side. And the best game of the week is far none uh, for me. The Dolphins going to San Francisco and taking on the Niners. And I know the Niners are 7-4 and four and lost some t- to some teams early in the season. When you check the standings, you go, really? They lost to them? Yeah, they've got a couple of those losses. They were earlier in the season, uh, before Mr. McCaffrey showed up, before they got healthy on defense. The last month of the season, the best team in football has not been the Chiefs or the Bills or even the the Eagles. I'm telling you, the best team in football over the last month has been the my, uh, the uh, 49ers. Coming to town is the Miami Dolphins, who regularly hang a 30 spot, if not more, on the scoreboard, basically on a week-in, week-out basis. Um, have done so over the last month against some less-than-stellar defenses. Uh, This is not the case on Sunday. Uh, They're up against a 49er defense who, as regularly as the Dolphins have been putting up uh, 30-plus points a week, the 49ers have been shutting down opponents, if not shutting out opponents, like they did last week against the New Orleans Saints. This is a fascinating matchup because it's McDaniel against his former team, uh, Shanahan, probably his biggest mentor in football, eventually leaves the herd and goes to Miami, steps in and does something the previous coach. And I'm a Flores fan. I like Flores. I think he's a good coach. I know he's a very good defensive coach. And I didn't think he was a terrible overall head coach. And I think he got kind of shortchanged and and screwed down there in Miami. But he never gave Tua Tungabaloa enough of a chance. He didn't back Tua the way that McDaniel did the day he got the job. Came in and said, he's my guy. Don't worry. Deshaun Watson, no. Tom Brady, no. Don't care who we flirted with. Don't care who the Dolphins have talked about. Don't care who they inquired about before. We have our quarterback. His name is Tua Tungavaloa. And we're going to add a guy like Tyreek Hill to the mix. And it's going to make Tua's job even that much easier. And Tua Tungavaloa is having an MVP-type season. Right now, yes, Patrick Mahomes, prohibitive favorite. Jalen Hurts, second choice to a Tungapailoa, a close third. Those are your three top candidates. And and Josh Allen had a pretty damn good game last night. So I, 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 I keep him on the outskirts. He would be the number four MVP candidate for me. This is kind of a show-me game for Tua. 
because he's had a phenomenal season. And if you listen to me on the weekends here on CBS Sports Radio, you know I'm a big fan. I've been a big fan since he came off the bench and threw that touchdown pass to uh, Deshaun Jackson back in the Alabama days and won a national championship. I've always thought he was special, and he's showing to be special this week. If he shows out against the Dolphin defense, you'll be uh, listening to a happy camper Sunday night here on CBS Sports Radio. Because, again, uh, those of you listening to me on the weekends know before the season started, my prediction for the National Football League season is, and I make the same prediction every single year, I don't predict a champion. I predict the two teams that will make it to the Super Bowl. And then when the Super Bowl rolls around and those two teams are playing, then I, I, I will make a pick because you have to make a pick. And my two picks to make the Super Bowl this year before the season started were the Philadelphia Eagles, who were 25-1 to 1 when the season started. They're now like 4-1 to 1 to win it all. And the Miami Dolphins, who were 40-1 to 1 before the season started. And I had them getting through a very tough AFC And if they beat the 49ers this week, yeah, the Chiefs and Bengals are a big game, and the Chiefs only have two losses. The Dolphins still have three. Oh, I'll tell you, the Dolphins are the team to beat in the AFC. If they go in and uh, put up another 30 spot against that San Francisco defense this week, yeah, I'll be doing some pretty good bragging Sunday night here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, The Sunday nighter is the Colts and the Cowboys. Uh, Colts got a little bit of a boost, a jump when Jeff Saturday first came in. It's starting to level off a little bit. They're just not as good a roster. And the Cowboys, I don't think, stubbed their toe at home on a Sunday night against a team that they're just more talented against. And then the Monday nighter will be intriguing just because it's Tom Brady. And what are the Buccaneers? The Buccaneers are a 5-6 and six team in first place in the NFC South, South being south of 500, because all four teams in the division have less than a 500 record. Yeah, it's it's intriguing, but will it be high quality? The Saints at four and eight don't have a quarterback, don't have a first round draft pick. Sorry, Saints fans, I'm not sure what the future of the Saints are, but they are in the Monday nighter against the Bucks. So that smells for me like a very good week 13 in the National Football League. I gave you some of my opinions. We'll get another opinion next. Joining us is going to be John Breach, CBSSports.com, NFL writer. Jody Mackin for Billy R. on this Football Friday. Hour in the books, hour left to play. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. Uh, 